keep it real in the field. Yellow. Okay. Go. Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that might drive a sane person stark raving mad. It could be about the bus, trains, crackheads, umbrellas in the rain. Wow. It's probably not about any of those things today. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> you remember it better than I do. Yeah, because I listen to it constantly. I appreciate that. Because you do that without any pressure. (laughs) I really don't think I'm your number one pod. I'm pretty confident you are. I'm pretty, well, that's nice of you. I don't know. How much do I owe you for that? (laughs) Because I got nothing. I got nothing. Dude, I'm... What's happening? What's not happening? I mean, do you want to rattle off every fucking thing that's going on? I mean, it could... Let's just blow it off. We could go through Kanye, Belarus, the post office. We can go through literally Kamala Harris, the birtherism that's come back. We could go through just Newsweek actually printing the horrendously horrible article and then apologizing for it but keeping the article up. We could do... A million. Definitely not talk about Kanye because the last thing he needs is more attention. I think it's not even the attention on Kanye specifically. I think it's the fact that the Plantation White House has outwardly admitted to meeting with him to talk about, like, they think that they could say they were talking about policy and this motherfucking slumlord. Wait, this is not supposed to be me ranting. This is what I happens. Not, I, will, I will not talk about Kanye. We need to just stop pretending like it's even a thing. But it's Jared Kushner, the fucking New York City slumlord. Meeting, okay, fine. Okay. All right. I, I, enough people around him that should care about him, and if they don't care about him, then that's not our problem. I don't care about him. I care about what they're doing using him in some modern-day slavery bullshit. He's a consenting adult with all of the resources in the world to get mental health help to realize what's happening, and there's enough sane people around him to tell him, and if he's refusing all of it, I don't give a fuck. On to the next. Okay, so let's... All right, I'll make a little... Allow me to uh, grab a... Let's start with this. Let's get a really quick status update on how binned up you are. I'm pretty binned up. I got... (laughs) (laughs) This is now going to become a... This is not... This is supposed to be all you. This is where we go completely off the rails. I just want... Let's keep it to a two-minute bin update. Good luck. Really? Because every time I say... Every time I say I'm going to wrap this up and it's another, like, 35 minutes... All right. Okay, ready? (laughs) It's... It's 6.28. I'll cut you off at 6.30. Go. All right. Regardless the, of where you are in the, this. In irregardless the, of what you say, I'm going to talk over you anyway, but go ahead. Uh, it, it does, basically, in a nutshell, and every time I say that, I think of Austin Powers doing that. Oh, I'm in a nutshell. Um, so that's why you're, that's why it always takes 14 minutes, because you're like, you can't, you get through half a thought, and then you're like, but actually, it's Austin Powers. But I, I am a living, walking, breathing example of every possible ADHD diagnosis right. on the planet. Right, right. So, We're at 6.29, so you better give us a real quick All right, the real quick update is everything, everything is binned up that needs to be binned up. Five bins left okay. for extemporaneous clutter and yep. art supplies. And shit now, that I don't pack until the last minute, which I don't really know how to... Are going to be thrown in a bin at the, at the last minute... And then just like thrown at the guys' heads, and that's gonna be the end of that. And and yeah. 
just so you know, I th- we did receive a notice in our doors about particular trash days and what items can be brought down to the trash on what days, and that was a thousand percent aimed yeah. at me because I was the only one bringing giant pieces of trash down. Because after living here for 15 years with a super that didn't give a fuck or do his job or sort the garbage, all of a sudden now, not that I didn't sort the garbage, but I always, you know, recycled and whatever. But I, nobody ever told me I couldn't bring like a fucking like shoe rack down and leave it next to the garbage cans. A, I leave it for someone to take, I don't leave it to be thrown out. And B, we never had anybody that gave a fuck. So people would just bring shit down whenever they wanted to bring this fucking shit down. Now they're going to, now they have time to print out. First of all, it's 2020. Send a fucking email. Don't waste fucking paper and print shit out and shove it in someone's fucking door. Am I over my limit? I'm probably no, over my still, limit. it's still 6.30. You're good. It's still 6.30? That's that slow-ass yeah. California time. There's no I fucking guess. way that's a New York minute, bro. I mean. I mean, even your clocks are slow like, out there. You probably got like ten seconds. I oh, probably have six thirty-one. That's it. All right. It. Okay. All right. So she's binned up. Shout. Let's should we shout out the bin company? We can quick? shout out Binit. Binit Box. They are a startup company. Uh, that it, go to binit.com. Binitbox.com. Follow. They're on the Instagram at Binitbox. You can check my stories. The tag is there. Hashtag Binit. It's, it's really environmentally friendly. It's those plastic bins that you see outside of, like, Rite Aid and shit that, like, fold into each other. Like, they, the top folds in. They give you, like, I'm a master of the zip tie now. That can come in really handy. At these, Especially for, for cord management. Cord management? It's, I was thinking protests. I can now have zip ties in my own pocket. <laughs> or other things that may, may or may not require right. zip tying someone well, or something. I'm also moving and I'm going with the traditional cardboard box route because I have almost enough saved up from deliveries. Well, some of us are grown up and actually bought a house and some of us are not so grown up and are actually going back to their mom's house. No, I'm just, I'm too, I'm, I need, I don't know. I just like need to throw shit in boxes and like I've got big old Target boxes. So anyway, that's boring. But if I could find a West Coast Bennett, maybe I would suggest looking into it for all my West Coast peeps. Maybe you got to tell the Bennett peeps to set up one of those little uh, franchisey type things and somebody could bin yeah. it for them out there. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, we'll hit them up. So, now, all right, keep going. We did, uh, what do you want right. to do next? Am I making let's, a list? Are we making a tick list? Let's start with Kamala because that's what's getting me the most angry and the most exasperated with people who are constantly shouting about other people's privilege and then do not see their own privilege in taking an opportunity to rip her to shreds which really only sparks division and confusion within a majority left-leaning population where our main goal our only goal until November is to get Trump out and to get Joe and Kamala in office. And I'm tired of reading people who, again, spend have spent the last three months posting on Instagram stories and shaming and shouting and shrieking, rightfully so, but doing it in these like loud and ostentatious ways about the ways in which black women are challenged in their career, face obstacles that nobody else faces, and have to make decisions that they might not otherwise make because of who they are and how they're judged. And then as soon as we have a woman like Kamala 
who is a black woman, an Indian woman, a woman of color, who no doubt had to make concessions and decisions that she didn't think were perfect because of the position she was in in her career and wanting to move forward in her career, all of a sudden we cannot apply that logic to the reality of her situation and we're angry at her for things that she did 15 years ago, things that, frankly, almost no one has the full story on. It's I'm so tired of, like, oh, I listened to a podcast or my friend said that they heard this and they heard that, and now you believe it and profess it as true when you have no real information about what that situation was all about. So I'm just tired of that. And it's such a privilege to be able to shit on her when there are people whose lives are depending ours included right on, on trump getting out of office and if i see one more fucking person spending their time on that i'm i've muted so many people on Let Instagram me, i cannot deal with so it. so here's my question you say you cannot deal with it i, I think we go two different this is where we diverge on two separate yeah, paths I in a wood I, I put it away and i'm not dealing with it you're screaming on twitter correct i will and on instagram i will rage scream at anybody because i personally feel like and it's your choice. And I'm not telling you it's right or wrong or indifferent. I just kind of feel if if you're... And I, I understand the frustration. And I understand... You have the ability to look away. I don't even have the ability. I, tr- tr- I try. Trust me. You think I enjoy... Sometimes I do enjoy getting in fights with these fuck sticks on Twitter, which generally get me thrown in Twitmo and get my fucking account temporarily suspended because I just lose my shit on them. Or you can mute them and go on, but then they continue to perpetuate the bullshit that they spew because no, I'm not saying nobody calls them out. I don't know. I don't follow people like that maybe, or I don't see it, or I don't, I don't There's know. There's a lot of people on my Instagram who I like and respect who have sort of, and I, I believe that a few of them are, I, I'm thinking of one woman in particular who I absolutely believe her to be tried and true in the way she thinks about things. But there are a lot of people in my feed that I know who think it's sort of cool to be... Like, like Bernie's socialism has sort of propelled them into being like, I'm a communist. I'm like an anarch, anarchist, communist... Um, and I just think that there's no... With the privilege of living in the United States to say that right. you're one of those things, good luck going to live in a fucking communist country and trying like, to do that. That's, so that's where I feel like a lot of the Ameri- America-centric perspective like really pervades our country more so than I think other countries who have a more international global perspective and that I don't think we're even... And this, I think, is part of part of the reason why Belarus isn't being covered as much as it should be, and I'm not saying it's not covered, I'm not saying you can't go find articles about it, but it's not news in the way that, like, Kamala Harris's police record is news in this country, and that is, if you were to really pay attention to Slavic communism and the the abject poverty in these Eastern European and Slavic countries who live under a communist regime you would have a completely different perspective on what that is. And whether or not you want to say, well, we would do it differently, I don't know that we would. Regardless, I just think it's like, it's such a, it's it's so easy to be like cool and communist and anarchist on Instagram until it doesn't work out for you or until you actually have to learn what it's all about. Right, or until you can go back and hide in your white privilege and you can continue to live your life. Because I think, to your point, if 
this was ever got to the point, and God forbid a lot of people are now teetering on the brink of, hey, wake up and pay attention to what's going on in Belarus. Everyone is, that's someone, Julia Ayafi, Walter Schaap, like all of these people are now, Joshua Potash, who I've been following, who he has been on it since the jump. I follow a bunch of people from Israel. I follow a bunch of people, like like Global, Arwa Damon. Like I, I, these people are just like, hey, everyone needs to be paying attention to what's going on here right now because these people are actually risking their lives because they can get shot with real bullets, with real guns, and, like, they can yeah. be sprayed down in a second with absolutely zero repercussions to, right. the, to the military for doing that. But I also, and I 1,000% agree, and I think that in America, because of the way, like, our racial division is, I think we have a really hard time equating that or taking a more globalist perspective in countries that are predominantly white or ethnostates, but the the classism and like the the poverty and not saying we don't have a wealth gap, poverty, whatever that's called, a huge division between the wealthiest and the poorest. Right. But in a place like Eastern Europe, everybody is white. And so there is no white privilege there in the way that it exists here. It's not white privilege that we have here. It's it's on some level capitalist privilege, on some level white privilege, on some level class privilege. It right. We don't. It's not. It's not the same. And I think we're in, in America. We're so conditioned to look at privilege from a race perspective that we just can't see what it looks like when everybody in the picture is white or of the same ethnicity. Right, because then it becomes the issue, then it becomes more of the issue at hand that's being focused on, like the dictatorship, because everybody there is of the same racial makeup. Yeah, and of course there are more immigrants now than there used to be, and there are Muslim people coming in from the Middle East into Eastern Europe, and there are issues with that, and it's happening in uh, the Nordics as well, but... For the most part, these are ethnostates, similar to like a Japan, where there isn't a lot of division, um, like ethnically. But that doesn't mean that classist and like, right? You know, serfdom don't exist just because everybody's the same skin color. So I think my point is that we can't compare the division in America to the For division sure. in Eastern Europe and say that that's not as bad because there's no racial issue or there it's not a racial oh i agree 100% i think that there there are also there are all those other underlying factors in addition here race just gets thrown in the mix because there is so much so racial much. diversity you can't yeah it's totally pervasive and totally and, pervasive and we totally i i think it's totally the worst form of discrimination in this country but that's just not so in Europe and in parts of Asia and i think we have a hard time grasping that because we're so tied to all discrimination being based in race. Right. Which is why this whole COVID thing is so hard to deal with because it, it also it also breaks down that way into how it's affecting people and how it's killing people and how people are either choosing to follow the rules or not follow the rules. And there was just an article like I scrolled by that was how like COVID, it, it was a horrible headline, but it's what stops you in your tracks. And it was like, COVID is a poor person's disease. Look at how the rich are avoiding COVID. And it was a picture of two white people on a fucking yacht, probably in like Mykonos, like where they're like 800,000 miles away from the nearest people and like 75,000 miles away from the nearest super yacht. So totally. it is really fucked up on on that level. And I think that that just goes further to your point. So go totally. continue. That, no, that's just, and that, that's, 
been bothering me. It's irritating also, and not to come back to Kamala, but just for a second, because um, I think Biden really ran his VP pick thing like a reality show. Like, a lot of people have been saying, like, which black woman is going to get the nomination? Like, well, maybe I'll announce it tomorrow. Maybe I'll announce it not tomorrow. I told these three women they didn't get it. And it's like, we also can't really blame that on Kamala. Like, I've right. heard people being like, well, it was, it was basically just like, oh, like, he's just picking a black woman because he said he would and he wants to make that gesture. And it's like, that's generally how change starts, though. Like, we force people into it, and then it becomes more and more normal. You can't fault Kamala. What was Kamala supposed to do? Be like, well, I kind of think you're only doing it because you feel like you have to. So, no, you know what? Give it to another old white man. No, she's, this is the position she's in. And it's like, I don't like, I don't like it when, when she's being blamed for, like, his you know, stupidity. And She's like, also oh. earned it. She is completely yeah. qualified. She is absolutely probably like Hillary overqualified and yeah. long overdue. And, and I don't think she's anywhere near as corrupt as Hillary and those Clintons. I mean, my respect for those Clintons, especially after the Epstein stuff. And I didn't have a whole lot of like personal respect. Are we talking true or not? Are we talking true? <laughs> we can. Are we going to pull I, that thread? Come on. I never, I never someone I would respect as a human but as a politician like great but regardless like I, I don't know where I'm going I'm just saying like she's Kamala's mad qualified to be a VP and we should stop taking that away from her and the other thing I need to say is that fucking like young millennials and like zoomers they just like live in their like idealism that they're gonna find the perfect candidate and that we're gonna run purity tests and rip people to shreds until the perfect candidate emerges which is like who them like i don't understand why they're never going to find the right relationship either that is the, that that goes that that follows you through your entire life i love the quote i think that it's like the bus stop quote like or the bus that comes by like you may not get the bus that takes you exactly to the location where you want to go but you get on the best bus possible that takes you to the closest stop to where you want to be, and then you find a way to get there. Exactly it's- right. So if we want to start really ripping into Kamala and Joe, I keep wanting to call him Sleepy Joe just because I think it's so funny, but I don't, I don't want to repeat a Trumpism. But like, if we, when they're elected, we need they need to get in office because there's two options. There's two options. It's Trump or it's Biden. There's nothing else. So like. Once they're in office, I thought you were going to say it's like Trump or death. I really thought you were going to go that dark route, which is... The- well, no, it's, Bi- it's Biden or death, really. But yeah, let them, let them get in office. Then, like you were saying earlier, like let some of these new folks who are coming up in Congress who are super progressive start pushing them more and more left because the party will slowly become more and more left-leaning and more progressive, and they'll have no choice but to do that. Right. You know what I mean? That's how it works. Like, that's just how it goes. Right. Exactly. And that's the beauty of bringing in and electing people that are representative, more representative of the country. Right. Be- because you you need that. You need those people that are in the neighborhoods, on the street, with the people have been one of those people, know the struggle. I mean, nobody ever wants to be one of those moms demand people or a Gabby Giffords person, God forbid, and like lose someone, Fred Guttenberg gets shot or any of those horrendous tragedies. But 
you need those people that have those lived life experiences so that they can bring their knowledge and all of that passion and feeling because that's what's in your guts. Like you, that's what you feel and you know the impact. That's why it sucks so bad. Like you could fight about politics. You can't fight about somebody having a complete and utter lack of empathy for human beings. You can't, you can't get around that. You can't get over the fact that this motherfucker, his own brother is dying in the hospital in New York City, and this motherfucker is golfing at his golf club in New Jersey. He stopped in. He's the president of the United States. He could go in anywhere, anytime, any fucking place he wants to, and you would think that that motherfucker would be sitting at that dude's bedside. God only knows if he has COVID. If he doesn't have COVID, I don't know what it is. I feel bad for the guy. I'm, I'm really sorry. This is, I guess, the dad of Mary Trump, I'm thinking. If that's his brother, I don't, I'm not really sure. I didn't do any Googling or take a deep dive, but all I know is he, you can't get around somebody that get, that doesn't give a fuck about another person. He, I mean, I don't honestly, like the only person I think he would not ever sell out ever is Ivanka. It, and that is because he has some sick, twisted, gropey, disgusting, disturbed relationship with her and everybody else is fucking expendable every fucking body and you can't you can't even communicate with someone clearly we've seen it so you can get around politics and you can bring in all these left oh they lean too far to the left oh they lean too far to the right oh i don't agree you could duke out your policy discrepancies you can't duke out like you cannot nail into a sociopath's head that they need to care about somebody it's just the psychological mental illness is what it is yep and, and the fact that Putin knew exactly what he was doing when he picked this motherfucker from the beginning, from when they were making business deals and with these stupid fucking hotels that were all shady and illegal and, and all underhanded and, you know, this fucking bullshit. You, he knew exactly what it was. He's a mark. He was the complete and utter perfect mark. The guy is an empty fucking barrel to use John Kelly's disgusting terminology because that motherfucker never applied to that congresswoman either after shredding her, and that is despicable. You're, he is an empty barrel of void of any emotion. He doesn't know how to emote, period. He is awkward. He is uncomfortable. He is, it is disturbing and uncomfortable. I squirm. I mean, if you, if you have any feeling, you watch him and you get all squirmy because you're like, dude, you're gross. You're just, it's just viscerally disgusting. And you can't work with that on any level. He, someone like him would be probably, if he had family that gave a fuck, a la Kanye that you don't want to talk about, in an inpatient treatment program. Because there is no, I am not, there is, there is no functioning he ability. Be, he would just be like some sort of like whole, he would have just been who he was 20, 30, 40 years ago, like a racist guy who's pissing away his father's money on bullshit and buildings and casinos and but at this point he's past dementia i mean he is past early onset dementia i mean now he would be in some sort of like care facility for sure or he would not be working at the very least he wouldn't be working because he's not capable of it correct i agree i agree with you 100 percent. but i mean here we are so now we have to work with what we have and we have i think it's really fascinating to watch this like pseudo shadow government it's it's really because i'm pretty sure he slowly or has formed his cabinet team 
like Buttigieg was there and I'm sure all of these other people will at some point like be told hey I want you in my cabinet and this is the position I'm thinking of giving you are you interested da, 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 whatever I really believe like there's a and I'm okay with it and it actually makes me feel a little bit better that there is a shadow government because I think if this does go completely down the fucking tubes I think that I don't know how this would be a question for Lincoln like how a coup would work here like does the shadow government does Joe Biden and Kamala Harris all of a sudden say we're fucking in charge now motherfucker the military goes with them everybody goes with them and they just fucking overtake the whole fucking shit and we have some kind of coup this clearly tells you how much attention I paid in physics I mean in physics in civics I, I, that's how little attention I paid. I both never made it into physics and I paid zero attention in civics. And so I don't really know how a coup would work, but that would be the way I would dream it to be. And trust me when I tell you, I would grab whatever I needed to grab and, and, be, and back that shit 100,000% because there, that would be the least last possible option. Like, because he's already saying... The, count, the vote counting, there's going to be no election results for months, maybe years. He's already prefacing that he doesn't think he's going anywhere. And these motherfuckers are going to go in and they're going to drag his orange ass out of the bunker like the bitch that he is and then let this shadow government, like, do what it is they have to do. Like, I will watch every press conference that they have. I will watch every announcement that they make, read every well, tweet. What if Link is because, like, that is controlled by... If the military is controlled by the Senate, like, what does Lincoln think about that as a possibility of, like, okay, like, he loses the election, it's very clear, he's not leaving, like, we go drag him out. Like, will yeah. the Senate, not, will Mitch McConnell, like, not allow that? But the other thing that we have to keep in mind is that the Senate could very well flip Democrat with this election. It can. And if that's the case, then I, if the Senate was, and Lincoln might be like, you're a fucking idiot, like, for <laughs> believing this, but, like... If the Senate does flip Democrat, I'm less concerned about him not leaving because the Senate can order the military to remove him. Is that right? It could be. We could Google it. I don't know the answer. I, I honestly like don't know the answer said to that. that. Before, that the reason the military won't remove him is because McConnell is in charge and he'll never order the, set, the military to do that. But if we have a Democratic Senate and a Democratic Congress, they can tell the military, military, like, get this fucker out of here. Yeah, look, hopefully that, look, if that's what it comes down to, that's what it comes down to. In the mean, I think. I'd love to see him, like, physically, forcibly removed from the White House. I would love to see, right, I would love to see him come out in his pajamas with no orange makeup on his pale, translucent face. And you know who else I'd like to see in handcuffs being dragged by his feet behind him? Stephen fucking Miller. Because yep. everything happening right now, I guarantee you. Is this guy's fucking sick, incel, twisted fantasies that he's played out when he was, like, alone in his basement because he was such a fucking tool that this is, like, every one of his fantasy fucking games that he's like, let's throw all the brown kids in cages. Let's kick everybody out of the country. Let's put up this border wall. Let's this, you know, fuck this ban, that travel ban. Everybody... Fuck this guy. Let the pre- bring the Nazis. Like grab the tiki torches. I don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Let them drag every one of those motherfuckers out. Apparently they're starting an investigation on somebody is calling for an investigation, a bipartisan investigation of uh Kushner and uh somebody go anywhere. I don't care if it doesn't go anywhere. The fact that they're it, the fact that they say it's bipartisan and that they're at least like 
aware. I mean, look, this is where Lincoln talks about all that restorative justice and shit like that. And like, who do you selectively choose to prosecute? I say you choose every motherfucking one of them. I think everyone in the plantation White House, I think Kellyanne Conway, everyone that's violated a Hatch Act, everyone that has committed some kind of crime, like Kellyanne Conway, who, by the way, whose daughter I follow on Twitter, which is like, what a crap show that family is. I mean, that is, that's better than the fucking Kardashians will ever be. Yeah. And uh, so there's Kellyanne Conway, there's Stephen Miller, there's now Stephen Miller's disgusting, twisted wife who got blown up in some Vanity Fair article or something like that where all of her, like, college friends came out and, like, told everybody what type of sick twist... Obviously, she has to be sick and twisted. I I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, I really don't care. I just want us to focus on, like, the election. Like, I don't... Greg, prosecute Kushner. Greg, Stephen Miller's wife is a bitch. Yeah, no shit. Like, I mean, cool, like, her college friend said she's psycho. Like, whatever. Like, okay. Like, no shit. I don't need that shit. That's not what we need. Like, we really need... My friend Kira said this this morning, and she's, like, a thousand percent right. She's like, we don't need to hear from the news anymore about every little stupid thing that someone in the Trump administration does or is accused of. She was like, we need the news to tell us how to vote, what to do about this, what we need to do about the post office being defunded, how we need to get our vote out there in the most secure way possible, what the options are. I'm fucking done with, like, Trump said, bing, bong, boo. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, we get it. Like, let's not use based in cnn.com for that anymore let's let's have an article that's like here are 12 actionable things you can do to help support the post office right now to fight against their defunding like that's what we need i agree listen i agree with you i am simply the mouthpiece for the 9637th ring of hell that is twitter (laughs) that is what happens when you go down those rabbit holes and i look if that shit was out there i did phone banking today for Narl. It's fascinating. People still have landlines. I find that really amazing. And I, I find... Because it's like a better deal with their cable package. I also think that there are also people in rural America who are oh, still, no. like, no. in their homes and, like, have a... Not a dialer, but one of those, like... Not a rotary phone, but, like, one of those, like, tan, like, beige-colored, yeah. like, coily, like, cord yeah. push-button jammy yeah. jams. And yeah. they answer. And, you know... You want to give them information. I don't know if that's the best way to get them the information. It's an option. I got hung up on 25 times in right. an hour. I mean, you you still have to call and you still have to find ways to get the I agree with your friend 100%. How do you Is it on cnn.com? Do you stop following the shiny silver balls that they throw out in 37 million directions? Do you or is it incumbent on every person that is an adult to say, hey, I need to know how to vote. I'm going to go to, like, vote.org or... Yeah, it's incumbent on every single person, but, like, 5% of people are going to do it on their own. I know, because people are generally lazy, and people want everything handed to them, and everybody wants to be spoon-fed. Yes, and we can tell those people that they're fucking lazy slobs in any other situation, but in this situation... I, it's desperate. I hear order. you. It's desperate. We gotta just tell everyone. These are desperate times, and they call for desperate measures, and and being that it is desperate times and desperate measures, it is fascinating. It does 
pushing back and people power does work because they stopped collecting the mailboxes. Because of this senator from Montana and because of this woman from Iowa, like we talked about, they stopped, they said, we are not picking up, we are not removing any more mailboxes until after the election. If this senator, if this woman wouldn't have had the balls to say, hey, I'm aware of something going on, you need to know about it, and somebody would have picked it up in the press, and then the senator would have been like, hey, not only Democrats vote by mail, but by the way, Republicans vote by mail, military vets get their medicine by mail, elderly people get their social security checks by mail, people need, small businesses rely on the mail, especially now during a fucking pandemic. It's absolutely batshit crazy. So going back to your point of like how, how people get their information and what options are available, you also need people to like communicate with other people what options are working and what options are being fucked with right now. 100 million trillion percent. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think it's funny too. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Like, the all the... Yo, Sam, I lol and that too. Like, lol, lol, lol. I send it to my mom. I send it to my dad. And it's <laughs> funny. It is funny. But, like, the real focus needs to be, like, okay, Trump's a fucking R-word. Like, yeah. let's fucking... Let's... We all know that. Let's get on with, like, the show here. You know what I mean? Let's tell everyone what to do and how to combat it. Because right now, that's what we need. I think it's going to, I have to say, I think that that's going to happen. And I think that the word will trickle down and trickle out to where it needs to be simply because the amount of people that are now engaged, thanks to Joe Biden picking Kamala, the fact that they raised a gazillion million dollars and like smashed the fuck out of like that 24 hour fundraising period just goes to show you how many fucking people are paying attention. And you would think if they pay attention with their wallet and they give money, they're they're going to follow the money with their vote because they're just not going to throw money at something and be like, dun, 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 here's my money and goodbye. Like, I, I think that that's a good... Right. For me, it's a good sign. I'm not a politician. I'm not a pollster. I'm not, I am no Lincoln Mitchell. I'll tell you that for free, obviously. But I would think that if you put your money where your vote is... Like I like I was phone banging. Like I can't I don't go out because COVID freaks the shit out of me. I'm not going to a fucking protest march right now. If the shit hits the fan like we talked about, a push comes to shove and if it's it's like our democracy and voting, I will go somewhere and sit in front of a polling place or a mailbox for whatever it takes. But I'll phone bang. Like if you put your money where your mouth is and put your money where your vote is, I would think that your vote's gonna follow your money. I don't I could be wrong. Agree. And not to go back on my previous point, this is I'm basically going to negate everything I just said, but I don't know if you saw Trump's email about Kamala, but it was like the one, the subject was Kamala is horrible. And the, the this is what he sent to his supporters. Oh, and it was, no. Kamala is the meanest person in Congress. I'll send it to you. It looks like it was written by a four-year-old. It's pretty funny. He's but- a whiny bitch. He is a whiny Sorry. fucking toddler. That's so Biden and, and Kamala obviously got their hands on that and sent that out to like everyone today. Like I got an email from them today that was like that had the full text of that email. <laughs> <laughs> it was true. But that if you do want a good laugh, like look up that email and it's pretty funny. It's it's fun. You wonder like this is what makes me wonder 
who would think that that would be I guess they believe that that is the educational comprehension level of the magamorons that continue to support I think they're him. Also, it's like, yeah, but they're also trying to paint her as like a mean, nasty woman. But like, not like you're a nine-year-old fighting with your sister. But that's who a lot of these people are. Not everyone, but also like she's gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way because she's different and powerful and threatening to a lot of like you know conservative white women who are clutching their pearls and like racist dude there's not going to be enough popcorn um, I should buy stock in Orville Redenbacher or Jiffy Pop because when this debate with Mike Pence who wants to guard the meats happens in Salt Lake City Utah I mean could they pick a less diverse place to have a is it because there's no COVID there like why in the fuck do they pick Utah no offense to Utah no offense to Mormons I did take a tour of a Mormon um, Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints church here in New York City that they opened briefly while it was under construction which was one of the most trippy fucking experiences I've ever had in my life I, no, I have two, my two neighbors who just moved out were a young Mormon couple, and they were lovely people. I don't know what they think or do, but they were absolutely lovely, easy to get along with. They don't vote, and they, they can't have any life-saving operations that require blood transfusions. There's a lot of, uh... Look, I know, fine. I know, you don't want to hear it. I, I... <laughs> I just, fine, that, that doesn't matter. I don't care if they have a debate in Salt Lake City because some Mormon is going to die because they can't have a fucking blood transfusion. Like, I don't know, read a science book. I don't tell you. Same with Jehovah's Witness. Same with Scientology. It's all crazy. It's going to be so good to watch. My point was, was that there's not enough popcorn to watch her chew him up and spit right. him the fuck out. There it's going to be sick. It's going to be petrifying. I'm, I'm actually scared for him. To have to stand there and try to, with a straight face, try to talk about anything that he has done since he's, he has, I mean, literally he's done nothing but stand there. do the same thing that Trump does and lie and just make up facts and stuff. And like, gawk at the back of Trump's head like the Ken doll that he is. And I just, it is going to be meme heaven. It is going to be, yeah. it might just break the interwebs. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, can this be over? Like, it's exhausting. I mean, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. But that's what they want. They want us to get tired. They want us to quit. They want us to give up. They want us to just sit on our eternally on our couches in our sweatpants while there's a pandemic and no work and massive unemployment and no stimulus because Mitch McConnell decided that it was a good time to take a fucking vacation for a month because he's been able to through his wife like corruptly steal tens of millions of dollars of like cocaine cargo ship money so you know nancy pelosi has like gazillion dollars too she can have a gazillion dollars the bitch wants to work the bitch is like let's come back for i don't give a shit not like an either or i'm just saying like she's a mad rich person too but i'm pretty sure that nancy pelosi's money and i have not googled her financial history I am pretty sure that Nancy Pelosi's money didn't come from corrupt as fuck Russian dealings with bringing in aluminum factories into your state and your wife, uh, whose family, like, shipped cocaine in cargo ships. 
I'm pretty sure that Nancy Pelosi's money, well, maybe a little bit, not, not, mm, a little bit, maybe. I wasn't, like, making a comparison between them. I was, like, dipping in, a, like, a, an interesting tidbit. I just, it, I don't, she could have Bill Gates kind of money. She works her fucking ass off. No, I don't, I don't really actually have anything against Nancy Pelosi, and I actually kind of like that she can't stand AOC, because I can't stand AOC. It, oh, God. I talked about why I like her. I talked about what I think she does there that's beneficial, and I talked about that. Like, she's another one who's maybe politics you don't necessarily agree with, but it's she... It's not her politics. It's her. She's using the Congress floor as a stage to become a celebrity. I don't see... Okay, suck it! Get out of here! Really? I don't... I don't see her reality show coming on ETV. I, I think... I No, her reality show is Congress. Which is, okay, so this is why it's okay with me, and this is what I think we talked about, and I don't... 20 minutes telling some story about why she shouldn't be called a fucking bitch, about her mom, like, shut the fuck up. It's, it, listen, okay, fine, like, I understand the shut the fuck up, but I also understand that a lot of these dusty-ass old white fucking dudes have never had a woman tell them where the fuck to stick it, and I don't, so I don't have a problem with her taking the time. You know why I don't have a problem with it? And this is the point. I I don't think, I think it's important for young girls to see a woman up, fix your face, a woman of color who has scrapped and scraped and struggled like many of them to be in a position that she is in, she worked her ass off to get elected. Whether you believe, whether you like her or don't like her, you have to acknowledge the fact that she literally put holes in the bottom of her fucking shoes, walking the pavement and earning every fucking vote. I don't know if any, I don't know about anybody that might have backed her. I don't know if there was any like shadow money. I don't know anything about that. All I know is that I I saw somebody who worked their ass off to get where they wanted to go. I may not agree with her politics. I understand that it's a little bit showy, and she, she's very bright. She's, I think she's articulate and well-spoken, and I think that she has put her foot up the ass of a lot of these fucking dickhead white dudes that are misogynistic and sexist as fuck and have never been told to shut the fuck up by a woman, and if they did, I guarantee you, they're the type of person that closes the door to their house and you don't know what goes on behind closed doors in their house and what type of, like, any type of, like, misogynistic, sexist, bullshit type of control, coercive control is going on in their home because they probably live like it's fucking Leave it to Beaver. Like, Trump thinks it's, like, 1950s and, and that's how family should run and that's how the man should be and this is the place that the woman should be. And for that... I have nothing but props for her and let her stand up there and suck out all their motherfucking oxygen. That's all. I don't give a fuck about her politics when it comes to that. I don't give a fuck about, like, if she thinks she's on some fucking pedestal, like, preaching at these motherfuckers because I guarantee you it makes them fucking squirm in their seats. And that's all. I actually, like, agree with a lot of her politics. I just can't stand her. I think she's in it for the celebrity. Otherwise, I don't know what she's doing posting skincare routines on Twitter all day. And, like, she's just not for me. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's... You're... That's totally okay. I'm more for the... 
fucking kick their asses all up and down the hallway type bullshit. I'm, because it has been such a predominantly white, male, conservative cesspool. And I think it's okay. And I think it's okay that she, like, punched Jim fucking Jordan in the fucking mouth and Tom Cotton and all these motherfucking racist, white, ignorant assholes that sit up there holier than thou. And even if nothing else, they have to shut the fuck up and listen to her. And that has to piss them the fuck off. And I'm okay. and, and for me, that's a fucking victory. And that's it. She, I don't give a f- like you said like i don't like but that's like that's like the whole problem with her like you're you're kind of like detailing my whole problem with her like she's an elected official who's supposed to be representative of a particular population and the reason you just said you liked her is because she like gave her put her foot up a bunch of old damn right because she's from the fucking I know, but when, can i finish yes please finish. yes well and so and so and you literally said i don't give a shit about her politics she is an elected official who is supposed. Who the reason you are supposed to care to elect her is because of her politics, and that is the thing with her. It's not about the politics. It's about the performance, and it's about the like go get him rah rah feminism that doesn't work and is not. It is like fucking nineteen eighty seven feminism. Like yeah, girls, like just go tell that. Like that's not how we move forward. And I just think that if. If you like an elected official and the first reason you don't, the, the first reason you like that elected official is not their politics, then you need to examine what you like about them. That's I, what their job is. She's not fucking Chrissy Teigen on Twitter trying to be funny and sticking it to people. She's a fucking politician. I don't, first of all, I don't find anything she does funny. I think she is dead ass not fucking funny. serious. I hear you. I hear you. I, listen, when I say I don't like her, I don't agree with all of her politics. She gets, she does, within her rah-rah, stick her foot up her ass speeches, stand on her policies and stand for what... what no, but you said you don't care about her policies. I don't really that, care. Right. I, and that, to me, is the biggest problem. Because after she's life. done ripping these fucking guys, then they can sit down and talk about politics. Because if you think for one second they're going to give her the respect she deserves and listen to her talk about her politics if they could get away with calling her yeah, a- but what they care about isn't what you should like you should care about her politics her politics they will if we you're will- gonna endorse her you should care about and know her politics we can get first of all like i said and and look on a certain level i i agree with you what i'm saying is in order to peel back to be able to even begin to get to her politics there needs to be a level of Respect, And if you need to come in and, like, lay a smackdown every once in a while on somebody to get them to fucking respect you so that they can then respect your politics, and then you can hash it out. But and again, I'm not talking about them respecting your politics. I'm talking about you as a voter and a constituent. I would... Because that's who she answers to. So if you like a politician not based on their politics because she's a badass, like, that is an empty, like... an empty endorsement to me and I feel like most of the people who like her are providing that empty endorsement where they're like I don't really care what she what she's doing I just think she's a badass bitch and like I just I don't look I I, like I think look listen I think she's extremely she's extremely progressive she I think that 
for me, the fact that I, when I say I don't, I don't like her pause. I think she would go in and I think she's someone that could be negotiated with. I think there's an opportunity to work with someone like that. Like she is one of those progressive people that will push the party way to the left that may require some push back. My argument is, and that's where I say I don't, I don't really yeah, like you, her politics. Like Go ahead. Okay, question for you. Why do you like her, but you hate Bernie? I just feel because I feel that pretty much the same. Uh, yes, and I and I'll tell you, and I think and I it's an excellent question, and I think I'll tell you why. I think for me, a Bernie rubs me the wrong way. He grates the fucking shit, and I know you. Fe- that's how you feel about You're her. I know. I know that's how you feel about her. The problem is, Bernie in his history has never been able to be worked with as a pop he he never will concede he will never he is like 26 so we don't know if she ever will we don't know but i think that first of all bernie's been there for so long again i come back to the point that you need people you need people like her you need people like her there to push like you said to push the party that far but if necessary to have also people there to push back a little bit we when i look when i say i don't I don't care about her politics. What I'm really saying is, like, I don't care where she stands right now because she's somebody that will will work with someone. She's proven that she will talk to people. She's proven that she will sit down at a table and have a conversation. My point, my main point is, in order to have that conversation, you need to have some level of respect. And I just don't feel the respect is there. I feel Bernie didn't have a lot of respect in that regard because he has consistently year over year, year after year after year after year after year, never budged a fucking millimeter on anything. And his voting record shows it and is, and, and it's out there for everyone to see. And he's got, you know, look, you go write your books, go make millions of dollars, but th- you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. I'm with you. No, like I'm with you on Bernie. Like I. So it's not, that. and it's also like I real. I mean, just as much as I'm sure you're gonna say the AOC supporters are like the Bernie Bros, which I mean. I don't think so. I think the point <sighs> that I was here. Finish. You finish. No, I no. I hear. Look, I hear your point, but I think maybe I wasn't clear enough in saying I think that someone like AOC has the ability to be a politician and being a politician is being able to have the nuance to stand firm in your positions and be willing to fight and stand up for things, but yet be willing to make whatever concessions are necessary to meet somewhere in the middle. I think she is more likely than someone like Bernie to make certain compromises as long as she knows that she's being respected and not devalued, A, as a woman, B, as a, as one of the youngest people in Congress, and, 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 and C, for being so, because she is so fucking progressive and far to the left. She has to fight, you know, to, to get that respect because a lot of people, like Bernie, think they're from, like, Cucamongaville. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think you can make an AOC-Bernie comparison in terms of, like, I understand what you're saying, like, she's more likely to be negotiated with. But the reality is we really haven't seen that either way because she's young and she's not been in Congress for a while. So I'll say in 20 years, let's see mm. how she did versus Bernie. But my Fair. Point that, and my point in saying that, 
Yeah, I don't like AOC. I don't actually have any problem with her being in Congress. She doesn't appeal to me. I don't like her style. Right. I agree with, like, her Green New Deal. I'm super involved. Like, I, I care super about the environmental change. Like, I care about a lot of things that she cares about. If I, financially, I think she's too far to the left for me, but that's neither here or there. I agree. Like, uh, that said, the reason that I'm saying it is because I feel like she attracts people who are sort of stuck in this like corny feminism where they don't look they don't have a viewpoint on her policies and her politics but they like her because she's like a cool young bitch who's challenging like the old ass motherfuckers and I like that as a person but it's her responsibility it's her responsibility to teach them along the way because they are probably skewing and I'm sure skew extremely younger it's her responsibility to uphold the constituents who voted her into Congress. That is her number one responsibility, and I don't believe she does that very well. And that's why I don't like her. But that said, I don't think she shouldn't be there. I don't, I like, of course I like to see like a young woman like tell a bunch of old conservative white dudes to shut the fuck up. But that's not a basis for being a, a a member of Congress and because she's so showy and narcissistic and obsessed with her own self and story, it's that much more grating. I'm sure many of the politicians in Congress are like that, but she's sort of like thrives off it. And so it opens the door to me for like more evaluation of like, what are you doing here? I know. And I think, I think it's also because she's new, and I, but I also th- look, and this is the last thing we have to say about it. And then we can go on something else because I think, you know, you can beat a dead horse. But it's, right. I think part of it is pe- people put her there. And I know it's going to be like, look, this is about politics. But sometimes it is about just shaking shit up and putting people in there that will, like, be a shock to the system. And I, I, and I think that then you can kind of, like, grow into your politics. You, it's like, you know, you go, you, it's like any job. Sometimes you land in a job and you, you might land there because you are loud. Your cog people want somebody in there that like bring a new energy or, you know, you might not necessarily agree with, with what their principles are or, you know, the direction that they're coming from, but it's like a, a breath of fresh air, somebody new, something different. And then, and then you kind of like get your feet wet and you figure shit out. It's, it's. And it's a learning process. I mean, it's a learning process with a hell of a lot of responsibility to represent a lot of people. But well, you that's s- the difference. Like, yeah. In private corporations, you might be that cocky asshole to shake shit up, but you weren't brought there under the like guys that you would be representing, like thousands of people who voted you there. And so I just wonder how much she thinks about her constituents when it doesn't necessarily serve her narrative. And like that's why I don't love her. Yeah. What it's an sense? interesting it's an interesting point. Again, I think it's a lot of people that did vote for her that has that that, that may or may not sadly have that same mentality. That might just you know what I mean? Like Dude, I don't look, end of the day, like I just don't like her because she's like fucking cocky, but yeah, in a way that's I feel not you. I like, hear you. I totally get it. I see a lot of like, the shit on social media. Yeah, like, she's, like, a narcissist more than she is a politician to me. And, like, I'd love her to prove me wrong. I really would. Like, I would love her to pass some of this stuff, especially with re- with relation to climate and some of the things that she's been working on. Like, and especially with regard to health care. I'm on her side in terms of her position on health care. And I'm on Bernie's side in terms of yeah. health care. And, and, you know, public health care and access for all. Like, please 
prove me wrong and put your head down and really make push that through and work with the other side of the table. I agree. I agree. But, you know, when I see you on Twitter posting your skincare routines and like just talking about your mom and your dad and working in a bar and like you know, it's not your narrative. It's the people who well, you're representing. It's their narrative. I think that's more, I think now it's more of the people's representation narrative. I think she needed that narrative to get there, and it might be a little bit hard for her to let that go, but I think now, it, I agree with you, now it needs to become you need to represent the people that put you there. I agree with you 100%. And, yeah, and look, like, she's a Zoomer, and, like, Zoomers are, like, they're, they grew up on, like, you know, self-reflective writing, like, thought catalog, and, like, these, like, medium, and, like, fucking podcasts, where yeah. people just talk forever about themselves, and so, that's what she knows, and that's what the young people are voting for Where's her. Katie Porter and all this? I want Katie Porter to be, like, the fucking president. I want Katie Porter in her minivan mom moments. She's whip-fucking-smart. She 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 is someone that represents the. I mean, if you want to talk about someone that represents the fucking people, it is Katie Porter for the fucking people all day, every day, and yeah. No, I love Katie Porter, and I feel like in congressional hearings and stuff, like she rips people to shreds and like has no remorse. But like, it's not about her. It's about right the issue. I, yeah, you, like, it's fair points. The other thing too is like you know people give AOC that credit for like getting up there and like ripping these dudes to shreds and that's great but no like when we talk about Kamala I mean she made the most iconic she had one of the most iconic moments in the Brett Kavanaugh trials when yeah. she literally was just like can you name a policy that controls where men's bodies are controlled by the government and like male bodies we're not like ooh like badass Kamala we're like ACAP she's a cop fucker and it's just like I thought it was pretty bad. I thought it was pretty fucking badass. Me too. Me too. But I'm just saying, like, I think more than AOC specifically, I think we need to do a little bit of investigation into the reasons why we like people and and why we don't. Look, all fair points, and I appreciate the the verbal sparring. It's good for a... it's a good okay. brain exercise. I mean, look, I, 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 I 100% see where you're coming from, and I know, I know that everything that you say is actually accurate, and I do see it that way. I just can't say that I'm not, right now, in the situation, a big fan of, like, I, like no politics are getting done, really. No, totally. So it's, it's like, if, you're, if nothing's going to happen, you might as well bring the fucking rah-rah ass-kicking and, like have something to do and then and then when biden gets there let's get the fuck to work and let's fix this shit and let's put all that shit to bed and i think maybe i'm hoping that that will be the case that this all of this anger and rage and all of this shit that is all of that performance art that's happening there will dissipate and people will be like, oh, hey, now we have the ability to work because we actually have someone in charge who actually knows what the fuck they're doing and gives a shit about people and actually will put us to work and, and, and hold us to task and make us do our goddamn jobs because we'll have the ability to do all of that. When right now, it is a fucking banana republic and it is a goddamn shit show and it is a circus. So what else is there to do but perform in a sad sort of way? Because nothing is getting passed, no one's voting on anything, every there is no focus. So So like why not fucking kick the dirt around? It's not the most mature response. I am aware of that. It is not why people voted people to to be there to represent them. 
but nothing else is happening anyway. So if nothing's going to happen, you know what? Take Jim Jordan by the fucking necktie and drag his face through the fucking dirt. I'm I, I, for right now. I'm okay with that. When this shit show is over, get the fuck to work and leave the leave all that like reality TV shit behind. I I I, I will then 100% back everything that you said. Whatever. And then you could tell me I told you so. <laughs> look, whatever. At least she's doing good, you know. I'm okay with all of that. I hear you. And and look, your points are very valid. And I think there's so much other shit. What did we not talk about in this hour that we've been going for? I don't know, but Frank has to poop, so I gotta end it. <laughs> <laughs> We're ending on the dog poop note. All right, this was a good one, dude. I think we just did we did we go too deep into the AOC like. Yeah, but who cares? People are going to be mad at me for sure for not liking her. It's like, okay. It's okay. I'll I'll take the brunt of that on Twitter. It's it's all right. I'll deflect. No, I think people are going to be like, oh, like you defended Kamala, and now you're like, ASC's a bitch, and like you're. People are people. They're different people that have different stances that have done different things. Everyone gets judged on their own fucking merit. You don't lump people together like that. Why? That's bullshit. I know, but this country loves to lump people together. Nah, the cheese stands alone, motherfucker. How does that nursery run? And the cheese stands alone? I know, but people love to be like, oh, you support one woman of color, but not that woman of color. And it's no, like, you support a person. Fuck people. you. Yeah, good for you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, go walk your dog. Do the Send us home. I know Wong went out for dinner. The jam was, the jam was banging again tonight. Banging. Um, all right. Definitely join the jam. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, join us on Instagram at Doodleheads for the chit chat, for the, you know, shit chat. You're still a like cool yeah. bitch, which is really, I'll just post where you're at on the Instagram right. and you can choose yeah, whether to follow like people or not. People can follow me. Um, you're at, at Doodleheads on the Instagram, at Small Pencil Club on the Twitter. Shout out to all the jammers. Anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we could wrap it up. Theme song right. it on out. All right. Peace and hair grease. Do, 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 do,